This week, police versus grandma, cowboys versus Indians, and we're all going to die. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Salutations, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Fake Outrage Report. I am Phil Causey, and with me as is almost always with me, Dr. Sandeep Sen. Hello. Ooh, getting the doctor play. Well, you always yeah. give me adjectives, right? And so I figure uh, I'll give you a title this week. That'll okay. be how we start this. All right, that's right. How's your Saturday PhD afternoon? PhD is in dick. What, what does that actually stand for, by the way? PhD? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a PhD. What What are you then? MD. MD. That's a medical doctor. I know that one. I don't. I don't know what PA philosophy. Are you pharmaceutical or physician? Physician. Doctor. We've we've known each other for a while. Have are we? Have we not covered this? <laughs> I have no idea, man. Okay, uh, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm nervous at a fucking rough hangover right now. To be perfectly honest with you, so my okay. brain is only about thirty five percent here with you, but I'm happy to be here nonetheless, as always. And we always meet our guests up front on the show. Jay Welch, welcome to the show. Hi, Phil. Thanks for having me. Hi, Sandeep. How's it going? Hello. It is going quite magical today. Uh, we always ask our guests what they're working on. Anything you're you're working on project wise right now? Um, uh, staying off Twitter. <laughs> Now, for your sanity, or just so you don't get any fights, any particular well, reason? So, we're recording this on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, the day after the Twitter boycott. Uh, I don't know how much you guys heard about that. Oh, please explain. That's uh, a female thing, right? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. It, once a month, women go off Twitter. And <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, was, it was about um, all the Harvey Weinstein terrible stuff with that. Uh, Rose McGowan was one of the actresses who had accusations against Harvey Weinstein. And she said some. She said a series of understandably angry things on Twitter, and was sort of a prominent voice in the anti Weinstein group. Was suspended. Her account on Twitter was suspended for twelve hours, and Twitter's claim is it's, it was suspended for tweeting out a phone number, which violates their ter- terms and service to tweet out a phone number that's not yours without permission, uh, which is an understandable thing to not be privacy okay and whatnot. To tweet yeah, out. But also, uh, there's a lot of jerks and uh, more hostile than jerks people on Twitter who do a lot of doxing type stuff, and a lot of women felt that there was a double standard being applied to this voice, which was being silenced, while Twitter did not silence a lot of other gamer gaty type voices. Yeah, and so um, they called a short-term boycott of Twitter of a day. So the bo- the McGowan suspension happened on Thursday, and there was a thing went viral on Twitter to have women be off women boycott Twitter on Friday yesterday, and so some men were not being on Twitter in support of that, and that seemed like a reasonable cause to have. Oh, oh yeah, that's why I didn't tweet on Friday. Yeah, so it wasn't because I don't. I, I I'm I'm ahead of the game here. I I boy I've yeah. Uh, you're way you're way ahead. Of I've been doing thing. this for like you know like since Twitter came out pretty much. We're playing PhD yeah. and you're playing MD. But if you want to uh, follow us on Twitter, it's at Fake Outrage Ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Please do, but <laughs> hashtag Fake Outrage. Uh, <laughs> so I I wanted to uh, I wanted to see. I, it seemed like a good cause, and it also seemed like a good. Thing to try not being on Twitter for now, a day. Now, let me ask you, isn't that kind of counterproductive, though? Because you're taking uh, what is oftentimes a public space for debate or screaming oftentimes, and uh, you're, you're making it so now there's less female opinions. For a day. So wouldn't that be... Well, like I think the idea is to send a message that we are part of your economic base and do not take mm-hmm. us for granted. 
and treat us seriously. And to some extent, it seems like uh, Twitter has responded to that. And I couldn't get into all the details. And there, there were definitely there were mixed voices. I know some prominent females who were uh, like, I'm going to continue tweeting today because I want to continue being heard. And I, I understand both sides of that. Um, I definitely understand. There, if there's one thing Twitter is good at for, it is every side of an argument. And every so racial slur, too. There, it's also good for that. Yeah. So the, And the complaint from the, a lot of the people who were boycotting was those people are getting taken down slower or being policed less carefully. Um, so I was, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to make a big statement about it, but I won't be on Twitter tomorrow or y- the day of the boycott. And then I was, I only accidentally checked it nine times. <laughs> <laughs> I like instinctively accidentally pressed the Twitter button on my phone nine times. And I didn't tweet unless you count that my Facebook posts cross posted. Uh, <laughs> so the word hero not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't tweet at all on Friday or check Twitter. So, ladies, Sandy, yeah, uh, Sandy, he's a doctor and he's single. And right. I didn't. I was solidarity non-tweeting on Friday. Solidarity non. If there's icing one, on the cake. Shall we hop into some outrage, gentlemen? Let's. Let's do it. Uh, we're gonna start with you internationally this week. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Mine's the sillier story, right? They're both awfully silly this week, actually, but I think what we'll do is we'll start across the pond over in the UK, and then we'll move back over here to the States. Excellent. Okay, Uh, so this story comes to us from the town of Kirby Misperton in North Yorkshire, England. Uh, Lovely, lovely Hamlet. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been there. Um, It just sounds great. That name sounds like a nice, relaxing seaside village. It's very, like, that's like someone that, like, I don't know. Paul Giamatti plays in a movie. Kirby Misperton. Yeah, there's not a dentist in the place. It's so British. <laughs> uh, so there's outrage, uh, and this was the headline, and we have to talk about this. So the uh, the headline is outrage as tea lady forcibly removed by ten police officers in anti fracking protest. Protest, and this story is the example of why you read past the headlines. And this is I. You, you read the facts, and you, they come up with this headline. You're like, what? Okay, so a woman named Jackie Brooks, uh, who's 79, set up this booth in this town to protest fracking. So there was a whole fracking protest going on. She was one of them. She set up a booth. At this booth, she was feeding both the protesters and the officers tea and cake, or crumpets, as I believe they call it in uh, <laughs> Kirby Misperton. Okay. Uh, yep. and, and so there was this 10-foot-high wooden tower made of wooden pallets that was built by protesters. And the protester, want, the police wanted to move her away from the tower because it could collapse, and they didn't want it. They didn't want anyone injured because uh, they wanted to maintain some public safety, and they didn't want to move her away from the protest in general. They didn't tell her to stop. Pro- they asked her to move her booth away from this stupid thing that wouldn't shanty ten foot high thing that they they built, and she said no. At first, two officers asked her to move. She said no. Then they approached her again, and she said no. Then they said they'd have to arrest her. She still refused. Then eight officers surrounded her and took her table. So she had to walk off with the officers because, you know, like her, her crumpets were gone. So they said they, like, they kettled her was the way she put it? Yeah, that was, uh, that, you know, the British. They, you know, they have all these. It's called being kettled where the police manipulate you. And yeah, I love you. that that was used as a verb, I too. think it's like because <laughs> like she's surrounded by copper. Right, I think what that comes from. She said, at one point, Copper tried to touch my arm to lead me away, and I said, do not touch me. <laughs> Which, by the way, their police excess stories are, 
a cop tried to touch me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ours is, yeah. uh, I was on the ground, and he tased me with a gun that had bullets. Uh, right. <laughs> he fatally tased me with a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so as she was being carted off, or she was being escorted off, protesters were heard yelling, this is England, not 1930s Germany. <laughs> yeah, and that's obvious. You know why? Because she wasn't being gassed. What the fuck? Where is the perspective here, England? Well, I mean, some of that's headline writers are going to headline write. Yeah, it's clickbaity a little bit, yeah. But the protesters were yelling that. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That wasn't even in the headline. But if they're attending an anti-fracking protest in England, you know, they're, they've, they're, they're pretty strongly on the progressive side of things, I would imagine. Right. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is why progressives get a bad name. Do they keep comparing stuff to 1930s Germany? This! The, the officers <laughs> went to her and asked her politely. She said no. They asked her again, politely no. They threatened to arrest her. She said no. They didn't arrest her. They just moved her fucking table. And then yeah. 1930s Germany. Yeah. Just exactly how Hitler used to treat the Jews. He used to move their... Yeah. Eat their, your matzo balls 30 feet yeah. that way. I was thinking that like some other headlines for this article could have been uh, Grandmother Not Arrested. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> would have been an accurate headline for this article. Yes, or exactly. uh, protesters do not have snacks brought to them. <laughs> they have to go to get protesters their Protesters have to walk 10 feet further to get snacks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, she's um, this, this, uh, the snack table, she's offering the snacks to the police and the protesters. Yeah. yeah. How bad are these snacks that the cops... <laughs> <laughs> we told you to bring donuts, damn it. Not crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> she's been offering them free snacks for a month. Uh, this is doing nothing for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't think that's historically, pretty... if I know anything about police officers, it's they do not care for light refreshments or pastries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you like, also mentioned too. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. No, I would say very high stakes episode of the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> it's like were these Madeleines undersalted? Let's just say you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the pro the police in Britain in, in England are the exact opposite of our police. They're turning down pastries, and they're acting very reasonably towards <laughs> grandmother. Yeah. yeah. I will say, if you look at the photograph with the article, you kind of get a medium shot of the table, and you yeah. can't really see any pallets near anything. So I don't know whether, I don't know how true that excuse was. Right. Uh, <laughs> but also, this is a very low-stakes situation. This is this is all the drama you expect in a Kirby Misperton. <laughs> yeah, this is about as high uh, high as we typically go on the fake outrage report. We do keep it kind of weird. But I also wanted to mention that this woman is 79 years old and she's at an anti-fracking protest. She doesn't have to care about the environment. She's 79. I know. You know we should what, only care about things that only affect yeah, us. Yeah, so I just want to say that's awesome that Why she was there. Why is she there. so altruistic? God damn it. Yeah, and she brought snacks for everyone. This lady is fucking awesome. That's when our grandmother's just completely not self <laughs> selfish. She's, I can't say that she's awesome when the people she was giving snacks to arrested her for the snacks. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. I don't know how awesome. I will say, I actually, when I was in uh, law school, I attended a protest uh, of the law school. And uh, it was. What were uh, you protesting? Uh, there was something called the Solomon Amendment. This was back before gays were in the military. Uh, and there was a rule at the federal level that if your uh, 
organization received federal funds, you had to let the military interview on campus. So, like, military lawyers would come in to interview prospective future military lawyers on campus. And there were protests at the university, at the law school, that uh, the military discriminated against gay people and we shouldn't allow organizations that discriminate against gay people to, pro to interview on campus to keep pressure that everyone uh, who interviewed on campus, everyone offering jobs would be an equal opportunity employer. Um, and this law school was very sympathetic to that, but they also didn't want to lose federal funding. Like the university's like, there's like medical labs that have like grants and stuff that they don't want to get the grant cut off. So the university decision was, we have to let these officers interview on campus. And so they, we had this pro-gay rights protest at this pro-gay rights law school that was just so felt so guilty <laughs> that they had to be marching <laughs> uh, discriminatory employers <laughs> past pro-gay rights protesters <laughs> that the administration did bring us snacks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a victory. That's a victory. <laughs> like <laughs> the dean of student affairs, like brought us a tray of cupcakes and was like, "I am so We're sorry." We're protesting law school policy. I law schools, like, yes, we agree with you. <laughs> everyone, it's you guys are awesome. It was a very law school kind of protest where everyone understood each other's arguments fully and then <laughs> said the arguments anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the common denominator here seems to be snacks, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Clearly. why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> That no, that that's pretty funny, man. Uh, what, what snacks did they bring? Like cupcakes. Oh, cakes again. Yeah, yeah. Cake is, seems to be the ideal protest snack. Well, the the, uh, the I think the vice president for student affairs wanted to make it very clear that this was a gesture from the heart, and uh, so like she she was she was not thrilled about the thing. So, uh, <laughs> but she also had a job to do, and I you know you don't want NYU to not get medical grants. Uh, because it seemed like you you personally are very understanding of what her plight was in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Did it was that the general consensus of the people that were protesting it? Like you're just like, well, we understand you're doing your job. Yeah, exactly. Okay. it's lawyers in her arguing with other lawyers. It's our fucking clients, man. Only our clients weren't so dumb. We understand each other. Who are you arguing with exactly in this scenario? But the narrow argument here was between students at the law school and law school administration. Who agreed with you? Who agreed with us that? It was unfair that the military discriminated against gay people, but, but they had to make face because they didn't want to lose their money. But no, no, yeah. What was the disagreement? Because I'm, I'm assuming if the law school lost federal funding, your tuition would go up. And were you wanting well, not that? just the law school would lose federal funding? It's not so much the law school losing federal funding as the university as a whole would lose federal funding. Right, but to 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 make it more like your tuition sp specifically, the protesters' tuition would go up if they got what they wanted. Isn't that um, right? That's plausible, but that probably wouldn't actually happen uh, because the law school was mostly its own thing in terms of federal. It's a private school and uh, well-financed okay. and wasn't drawing heavily from, from federal funding to subsidize student tuitions and stuff like that. So it wasn't about that particularly. Okay. Um, sorry for the little cul-de-sac conversationally. No, I mean, it relates to what we were talking about. Oh, no, no, no. Completely. The larger it's thing definitely relates. I'm not apologizing for bringing up the protest snack anecdote. Yeah. The, the narrower part about tuition. Okay. <laughs> I didn't yeah, the tuition didn't have much. Yeah, but the snacks, though. Let's get back to the snacks. There's a okay. reason people love lawyers, and it's how many things they can break an argument into sub-arguments about. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that yeah. is the hottest thing about lawyers. <laughs> sure.
I wonder if they talk. I mean, that's how they talk amongst themselves. Yo, like, man, oh my I'm, god! I met this girl. She knows how to go off on a tangent, man. Yeah. Oof. He totally broke down like one argument into like six different ones. And oh Each yeah. of those into like four. I must have her. I came. You <laughs> know what I love is sub Romans. <laughs> Romans are good, but a sub Roman. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, do you do you label your sub Romans with an A at the end? Romans with like Roman R O M A N like Romana. No, no, I, I meant like like Roman numeral one, Roman right. numeral two. And then do you but do you label a sub with like one A, yeah, yeah. one B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get the Roman and then the A and then the lowercase Roman and then the lowercase A and then the Roman in parens. Mm-hmm. This is worse than the previous argument I apologized for. <laughs> no, I, I like the <laughs> I like that. I I've made outlines. We all make outlines. Oh, I love very, the outline. I made very relatable. I kinda just want to sit here and see how deep this rabbit hole goes right now. That's kinda where I'm at. Uh let's get back to England here. Yes. So Sandeep, is it verdict time? Oh, or do you yeah. Have more it, to... You know, the, this is the issue is that these officers acted very admirably and very and when you start trying to blame them, I mean this is terrible. This is what this is what people are talking about when you don't you, you don't keep a perspective, and the officers, uh, you have to reward, you know, great behavior by the police, and this is exactly that, and you can't just decide not to follow an order because you fucking feel like it when it's really, re- when it's really reasonable. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the blind hatred of uh, police officers and authority, which seems to be going worldwide, is getting to the point where uh, it's getting a little ridiculous because you can't r- put it under the same umbrella. Like, because if the person yelled about the Nazi Germany thing, you can't compare making someone walk 50 feet to their left with a totalitarian regime. But also, you just can't do that. The farther the cops' behavior is from Nazi Germany, the less allegations of Nazi Germany sting. Like, yeah, you're right. If you have a cop who's like uh, keeping people from voting and you yell at them about Nazi Germany, that guy's going to be like, oh, you better not. He's going to be really angry because it's hitting him Mm. close to home. And the cop is like, "Hey, uh, Grandma, we uh, we don't want this tower to fall on you. <laughs> what is this Nazi Germany? I know I'm not in Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be. This is not going to affect my sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does kind of make it sound kind of silly. So, who specifically was outraged in this situation? Was it just people who were there at the uh, protest for the most it part? Seems like all like the protesters, the head, the headline writer, seemed kind of outraged. Okay. Well, I mean, headline. Show me a headline writer who's like, let me undersell this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what outlet are they working for? Like, maybe The Atlantic. Uh, <laughs> you know, that would be a good idea for a newspaper, is like uh, the understated headline newspaper. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that would that be an amazing gimmick? To, like that, at least they would stand out. That's a, <laughs> that's a bit Tom on... Tom um, living. No, that's a bit on uh, uh, Seth Meyers. Oh. They do that. Sometimes uh, late night, where they're they always ahead of us. Yeah, altered That's headlines. A bit, they call it what? I don't know. I I don't forget what it was called, but I watched uh-huh. some last week, and they were pretty funny. But I do want to mention also, because we're talking about periodicals <laughs> and headlines, this is from the Daily Star, which is like the equivalent of like the New York Post minus five points of intelligence in English. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, it's not exactly like you know known for their. Uh, you know, journalistic prowess, but that's where we pull from. We pull from all levels of media with uh, you know, with this show. This was also written up in the Guardian, which. How did the Guardian? What was the Guardian's headline? Because the Guardian is like the New Yorker, uh, right? Of of uh, there, of the other the other side of, sort the, of. of Britain, right? It's like uh, NPR liberal type stuff. A woman so. seventy nine supplying tea to anti fracking protesters forcibly removed by the police. 
By the Which way, that's fair. Well, no, she was supplying it to the police too. The, the tea. Yeah, yeah. And also, she was supplying cake. I mean, like you know. Well, I, that might actually be a British thing where tea means tea service. Okay. I, I'm not saying for sure. I don't know either. Yeah, that's, but I could. It's see underselling what she was giving, but then she it's uh, it's not giving the full side where she was also giving to the police. I could be like the kind of thing where like we gave him pancakes. It's like, well, there was syrup also. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like a very moot point. Uh, I sometimes think they when you have like blueberry pancakes, they don't automatically give syrup, and you know these you have some Nazis that like actually just eat pancakes and fruit. Talk about fake I, outrage. I, yeah. <laughs> you use the word Nazis. Yeah, for who that. the fuck doesn't have syrup <laughs> with their pancakes and it's fruit? Say, say you're at an IHOP and this guy gives you blueberry pancakes and there's no syrup and you call him a Nazi. Is that guy gonna be like, man? I gotta think about some stuff. Right. <laughs> he should. First, I live in Williamsburg and this happens all the time. They don't automatically just give you syrup. Fruity, tutti, fresh and fruity. <laughs> they just have the blueberry pancakes where they have like they like advertise like the pancakes that serve with like fucking strawberries. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, but where's the fucking syrup? You have to like, no, ask they for have syrup. flavored syrup at IHOP is not their thing. They, they have, have like many The syrups. table already has four standing syrups on it. Yeah, and so in order to, for you to not have syrup, they'd actually have to take it away from you. They'd have to go the extra step yeah. to go to be syrup Nazis. No, no, no. IHOP knows what they're doing. They will always They'll never not up. be syrup. They're international about it. They're very cosmopolitan. Well, that's <laughs> why they're able to spread so far and wide. <laughs> for uh, sure. So, uh, Sandeep, it sounds like on the, uh, the tea lady story yeah, fake that you're outrage. going fake outrage. Yes. Okay. All right. Are, are you with him on this? I, I would like to know a little bit more about how dangerous this pallet situation was. Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. if they're fabricating the need to move the pallet, then, then the cops are probably a little in the wrong on moving her. Yeah. But this is very low stakes. Yes. This is... This feels like, what's my outrage budget? And I'm spending it on this. <laughs> right. This is like, you know, if you're earning $30,000 a year, you don't buy, a, like, a Lexus. Mm-hmm. Well, but for outrage. That's the whole premise of this show, is we're trying to show people by bringing the, uh, them these silly D and F-level news stories uh-huh. that, you know, hey, not everything is a level 10-related outrage that's offensive to all people on the left or on the right or women or minorities Oh, that makes perfect sense. I, uh, yeah. You remember, like, Bill O'Reilly, when he had a show, he used to have, like, an Outrage of the Week segment? He would have, like, this is the Outrage of the Week. Okay. And to some extent, he's saying there is a supply of one Outrage a week, but he's also saying there is a demand for one Outrage a week. Right? So it's it's more we have an Outrage because we want to hear something outrageous than something mm. outrageous happens. That's actually, it's interesting. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly. And weirdly enough, he became the No, he wasn't. Of- he wasn't critiquing the media. He was an example of it being bad. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And weirdly enough, he became the subject of some outrage later on. Oh, so sure, sure. <laughs> so there is that. So yeah, fake outrage in that one. Uh, let's move on. Let's come back to the states for this. Fuck next it. We'll story do it here. live. Yeah. Fuck it. We're doing it. Uh, we are going to go now to Grand Rapids, Michigan, for this next story, where a pub crawl event was canceled because of the theme, and it was going to be at a place called the Flamingo Lounge. In Grand Rapids, Michigan. I don't know what level of establishment this was, but I assume it was some kind of bar or pub establishment. Sounds lounge level. It does. It sounds. And so they were going to have a Halloween party coming up, you know, in a few weeks from now, or I guess when this comes out next week, uh, for Halloween weekend. And the theme was going to be cowboys and Indians. I guess he had to dress up as either a cowboy or an, or an Indian. And the community board got involved, and there was some outrage. And the Flamingo Lounge was forced to cancel. The Cowboys versus Indians Halloween event. Oh man! Well, define forced. 
Uh, I don't know. There, there was this pressure. Like it wasn't an injunction. No, they, they didn't. Like show that up. would be terrible. They didn't show up. That and would be Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah, they didn't show up and threaten to take away their 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 tea and donuts. And their, li- they their liquor license. They're like no yeah. one was like, you got to get the flamingos out of here. It was, You're it defaming w- the name of pink. I guess it was the general sort of uh, outrage. Like, like they canceled it of their own because it was getting like a backlash. Because they were being called like racists sure, and sure. all this stuff yeah, and, yeah. and all that. Understandably. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know though. Well, well, Phil, what, what, you, you read the article, right? What was the catchphrase of the Cowboys and Indians party? Oh, the ca- it was <laughs> you were either one or the other. Okay. <laughs> now, does that help your argument or not? <laughs> here's the thing, though. No. Oh, here's the thing. Let me. I know when lawyers say here's the thing, it means it, they're pausing. It sounds like to me that you, you're going to be disagreeing with me on this. Because <laughs> here's a, here's my, my my angle on this is. Are we still having the fight about cowboys versus Indians in our culture at large? Because uh, I can understand if, like, they did this event and they're like, okay, if you dress up as an Indian, uh, all the people who dress up as cowboys get to take your house after the event, you know, or something like that, or they get to beat your ass, or whatever the case, you know, what I mean? like, how far are they going with this weird cowboys versus Indian theme? Or is it just people who want to get drunk and party and celebrate Halloween together in costume? I mean, this sounds a lot like a SantaCon type event. Yes. Which. That doesn't mean that it should get shut down by the government or anything. It's well, the government just it's just in bad taste. But things that are in bad taste should be allowed to happen. But people should be allowed to say they're in bad taste. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I feel like if people want to show up and dressed up in whatever costume they want, uh, you know, if as long as you're partying and you're not bringing it to you mentioned SantaCon. Bringing it to SantaCon levels of getting drunk and getting in fights with strangers for no reasons, as they're known to do. I don't really what have do you, a... What do you think the words prub, pub crawl mean? What does pub crawl mean to a fill? It means you have a drink, or possibly two at one establishment, and you uh, go from go place to place, place right. to place, it's, it's and you end up crawling. It's chaos built into it. Yeah. It's designed to get unruly. Yeah, but, but do you really think, though, that like the... Um, <laughs> Do you think the people that are dressed up as the Cowboys and the people dressed up as the Indians after three or four drinks are going to be like, wait a minute, we're supposed to fight each other, and then like a brawl breaks out? No, I think no, the, the, cowboy, the guys dressed as Cowboys are going to try to bang the girls dressed as Indians, uh, and vice versa. You say that like it's a bad thing. I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I, I'm sa- I, I don't think that they're fomenting a race war. <laughs> okay. I, I think it's a pretty outdated theme. You said you thought we were past this, and we're we would be past it if they weren't doing stuff like this. Well, so it's funny you mentioned the outdated thing because I was trying to think of a few ideas of like what what you could you do like in the uh, in the modern day to theme it after that would be more offensive. Oh, so we're having a we're this uh, flamingo lounge canceled cowboys and Indians, and instead we're going to do uh, civil rights demonstrators and sheriffs. Actually, that's one of the ones I had written down. <laughs> oh, was, a joke. was sure. like riot gear cops against white people all dressed in blackface. That, that would, be <laughs> ter- would be terrible either way. You know, uh, but see, that'd be worse though than cowboys versus Indians. And I think, and the other why? Because I think that enough time has passed to where it, you can do an event like. Well, what if they did one that was, uh, you know, pirates or something, or something from like years and years ago that would maybe be offensive, but it's not as offensive as what's in the present day. You know, it's it's cowboys and Indians. It's these are. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think it's uh, the main issue of our time is how cowboys are treating people. I agree with that. Exactly. So why can't we just have a fucking party and everyone gets drunk together? You can. It's just in bad taste, and it's in bad taste to be like everyone dresses up as one or the other. And realistically, also, 
How respectful do you think those Indian costumes are going to be? I mean, you mean in terms of like historical accuracy? In terms of, <laughs> do you think they're going to go for a, a, a scrupulous recreation of, of the attire of Geronimo? Or do you think they're going to go for <laughs> reductive as fuck, uh, but also with tits out? But that's every Halloween costume of anything. I mean, here's the thing. Geronimo did dress in basically just a bra and breechcloth. I don't know what you're talking about, shit. <laughs> it's, I, I know what you're saying, okay? But at the same time, I think that adds to my end of the argument because these people, they're not showing up in, in for historical accuracy. They're showing up because they want to do a theme party. I think the stakes are low on this. I don't think it's like terrible. But I think it's in bad taste, and I think it's... it's I this isn't the hell I'm going to die on either. I just okay. It's fun to talk about. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I will say... No, I uh, want to defend Halloween. I'm, but that's not but what this is. We're going to get into that in a minute. I think every... You can, you can just get... You can get upset about almost every Halloween costume that's, that depicts any sort of person. Unless it's like... You're, uh, so you can only dress like aliens or, like, or ghosts now, because it's every... Any, like, any person, any pirate, any... Like, no, pirates aren't... We're, we're shitty people... Um, yeah, uh, like yeah, but you know that's so on the scale of it's part of the human experience. Well, yeah, but I think there's a difference when it's getting crazy. I think the tagline really doesn't help them. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I, that, that did jump out of me too. Actually, right? I, I do agree with you there. The tagline is you're either with us, you're either one or the other, and I feel like I if you're I going don't to see how that's a bad if you're going to have a racially tinged theme, your sub theme shouldn't be race war. <laughs> which i feel is what either you're here. a cowboy or, or you're, you're an, an indian. indian but that's just the fact of the that's just a state of matter either you if you're electron that, either your spin all, is left or it's, is, or it's plus is one half or minus erasure. one half that is i identify as a school marm and you are contributing to invisibility of school marm and also <laughs> Cowboys and Indians exist on a spectrum. Dances with Wolves is <laughs> their bisexuality. So let's focus on the word spectrum for just a minute. So <laughs> Sometimes you're a cowboy and then you like, I feel like an Indian today. I think it's pretty binary. <laughs> if, you're a native, if you're a Native American, you were an Indian. And if you were white and you also had to, first you had to be like not from like Native American. And uh, then you had to also like be. Have you seen the cattle. searchers? Huh? Have you seen the searchers? The searchers? No, I haven't. It's John Wayne. Uh, it's an it's a old Western, right? And John Wayne is this uh, uh, super racist dude. Like, they made this movie in the 1950s, and they were like, we're a little worried about how racist this character was. Like, it was a character flaw. And, then if, and his uh, white niece gets kidnapped by the Comanche. Uh, <laughs> and he goes searching for her uh, for a while to get her back. But then he goes through puberty, and he's like, she's been a, she's been a Comanche too long. She's a Comanche now. Mm. Now I just got to kill her. Uh, <laughs> his argument for killing his own daughter is like, eh, she probably has Stockholm syndrome. No, now she's uh, yeah, basically it was before Stockholm syndrome. It was Comanche syndrome was what they <laughs> called it back then. But yeah, you know, if she had a kid, that kid would be a Indian. That kid would be a Dances with Wolves. Or if they, she had a kid, then that kid and if kid was herding cattle, then I guess I could see how it's a uh, you know the Indians didn't have cattle. No, yeah, no. If she had a kid and it was herding cattle, didn't kid, didn't Indians have cattle? Oh yeah. Galaxy right, so brain. who is she? Right, so who is she? Who is it? How, how would if, you be? If Native Americans had cattle, then yeah. aren't they cowboys? Right, well, this is true. 
So this what is, is everyone fighting about if everyone's just the same? Why can't we have a party? Because <laughs> <laughs> the sub-headline of the party is, you're either one or the other. Well, and so <laughs> most of the time, you're either one or the other. <laughs> well, what about the other themes, we, though? I like, feel like if there's one thing 2017 doesn't need, it's bonus race war. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Wait, think how, well, how is that it starting a race war? You're just, you simply are either a cowboy or an Indian. Because they're, they're known for most fighting. Most of the time. Right. Do, when you're a kid, do you ever play Cowboys and Indians? I don't. I, I, I've heard of the game, but I don't think we ever actually played Cowboys. We when played you heard tag of the game, a lot. Does the idea of the game that they would get along and discuss water rights? No, it's like cops and robbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an adversarial relationship <laughs> right. where the cops are right and the robbers are wrong, and it's fun to dress up. But you like being the robbers too, because you yeah, 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 yeah. cool being badass. But also, objectively, robbers don't get to own California, even if they moved there ten thousand years ago. <laughs> but they do to get to keep their loot. It's they get away with It's it. happening in a bad framework. And Gee, I think we can, cops and robbers would be a better frame than that. I it think the be. fact that, that you mentioned that so much time has passed and whatnot, and it's sort of offensive, goes to show you that there is, or are there are rather more offensive sort of uh, race on race or group versus group situations going on. Like if, yeah. it, like if it was like, you know, uh, you know, protesters versus guys in button ups and tinky torches, that'd be worse. Yeah. Or like Jews versus Nazis would be worse. So I think the fact that they were trying to make an inoffensive theme, but people found a way to get offended anyway is kind of where they, I'm coming from. They, you know, they made an offensive theme at a low level and people were like, hey, this is not cool. And they backed off, and that's fine. Yeah, well, well I think well, what I'm trying to say is I could see people being offended by this, but at the same time, when you compare it to potentially other offensive things, it's one of the, I guess, lesser offensive potential versus well, themes. one of my main themes of fake outrage and, and yeah. is that this is the archetype of the white people being offended on behalf of, of, a, of an oppressed minority who they themselves don't give a shit. I don't know. That and part I, of the country the has a lot of uh, Native Americans Why would they in it. Why would know anything about this? Oh well, we've done a lot of stories where <laughs> white people no. are. I was on trying. I was trying to seem self-evidently dumb when I said. Oh, that. okay, okay. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I, th this wasn't a, an Indian community protest. If Indian community protests, I think you should respect that. But this wasn't that. This was white people being like, and this happens a lot on this show. I wonder which is a theme. Wh what's the size of the uh, the Native American community um, in Grand Rapids? Is I'm it pretty sure they won't don't give a shit whether that whether this was a. You know that. Do you I'm know whether they exist or not. That yeah. part of the country has a lot of people though that are from that, like the Dakotas and like the from Midwest. Michigan and all. is way from the Dakotas. But they're the they're neighboring the states though. They're all in the same area, like Minnesota. That whole upper Midwest is known for having a, a pretty well, healthy a lot amount of Indian sounding names in their towns. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like I, I Illinois? Think <laughs> yeah, we we, we got Ronkonkoma here. Yeah, Connecticut actually is an Indian name as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is actually a very interesting. Uh, but in question. the in the article, Grand there Rapids was no uh, really there was no that's Betsy DeVos country. There was no Indian <laughs> that was actually saying that they were offended by this. It was <laughs> just true. white people being like, "No, this is I'm uh, I'm going to speak for the Indians on this." No Indians, I don't need to hear from you. I know they what's offensive. They don't need to hear from Indians, or they're saying they can fi you can find it personally offensive, and that's something. To think about it's not it doesn't make it binding um it's not it's not like it's not like anyone was saying rules are rules here yeah. it was this is in bad taste and don't do a thing that's in bad taste do a thing that's in better taste the costume's gonna the theme's gonna be halloween and then everyone can do a halloween costume That'll i think fun. halloween the holiday is is i feel like the whole point is that it's in bad taste we want it to be in bad taste but i don't it's want a different taste kind of bad taste what first of all it's a different kind of bad taste Let's 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 have let's have a little bad taste. 
Out but but there's a different there's different kinds, right? Yeah. And the kind of bad taste that's like like raunchy is different than the kind of bad taste that's like racially more tinged. I I for one, and maybe this is just the white. I mean, are, are we are are we gonna be offensive? Are we gonna be offended on behalf of maids now when people are dressing like French maids and nurses and when people dress like sexy nurses and how many of mm. how many maids were systematically killed in order for America to be a continent? I think maids were probably oppressed <laughs> in history. In the history of maided, can I get a number on that? Is that is that number ninety eight percent of them in order to have a continent? <laughs> well, again, you're being beha- upset on behalf of that party, and that no, party isn't. That party doesn't give a shit. So, like, that, maybe, I feel like that party. I think I don't think we have any evidence whether they give a shit or not. Either that's way, true. I think the big question is you're asking when does the Halloween type outrage end, and I think Jay is saying right here, this is where we're doing <laughs> it. Is. I feel no, like I'm that's where we're at is, right now. The, I'm not saying this is the biggest deal ever, but I'm saying, you know, try to live your life in good taste when you can live your life in good taste, and when you can, when you're being in bad pace, taste, be in the right kind of bad taste. Have good taste about your bad taste. So I just looked up the numbers. Uh, according to the 2010 census, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan is 0.7% Native American. So okay. clearly we don't need to have that party because whites already won that town. Okay, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a- yeah. It's kind of one of those things. I You know, I, ha- I have to stick with fake outrage in this one because I, I just, I, I understand, I agree with pretty much most of <laughs> what Jay was saying. But at the same time, I, I do I agree with everything like that Jay's saying except for the conclusion, which I'm just going to. Yeah, well, no, I, I understand people being offended by it, but at the same time, I think on the scale of offensiveness and stuff in 2017 to get outraged about, this is not something, you mentioned the outrage currency, this is kind of lower on the scale yeah, this also. Is, this is worse than the Kirby Misperton thing, but this is, you know, this is less than Harvey Weinstein by a lot, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not nearly as bad as you know all the you know police violence and all the other stuff that's been happening. Sure, sure. We're not, and we're not. And by the way, for the record, we're not defending anything the government did in the past to Native Americans, but we're just saying, eh, some people wanted good to get safe, drunk at a party. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe now in 2017 to say that. Okay. I think this. If I was rating this on a scale, I would say. This deserves a not cool guys. That's <laughs> 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 what this deserves. But also, like, I also wouldn't go to SantaCon. I will say one thing about the article which we haven't discussed that I think deserves note okay. is what kind of pub crawl it was. Bicycle. Yes. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's get drug people on bicycles roaming the city. <laughs> than them being in cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, you know, y- you're, you're both right. But how far would the I'm theme approaching go? this from a New Yorker out of point of view where it's like they should be walking instead. And you're like, well, Grand Rapids, they're obviously going to drive, so at least they're biking. Well, most, I guess, yeah. most other parts of the country, you really can't just walk from place to place from bar to bar because it's not as compressed as kind of New York is. So I understand maybe that's why they did it. Maybe. That's just my theory. But again, let's go back to the theme. What if they had the theme where like some guys were like riding horses and wagons from bar to bar? That'd be cool, right? Would that be offensive? Why I mean, riding like horses is not offensive? Okay, all right. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what Grand Rapids' uh, horse poop removal budget is. Oh yeah, you know what? I didn't think of that. Bicycles, um, it is. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with fake outrage just because of the rule. I I like that the rule that we've established, and I think it's uh, the white people should not be uh, outraged on behalf of another race unless that other race has spoken up and said we're we're. We're upset about I mean, this. Grand Rapids is a city, so maybe that 0.7%, all couple thousand of them got mad. I don't know. I mean, so I don't so know it's if that's 200,000 people. So, like, like that, yeah. Yeah, we're talking like. I'm pretty sure the article would include if the outrage was coming from the Native American community. 
I'm, I'm guessing. But I think there should be positive evidence of the, that race being outraged. Maybe the cowboy community would be outraged. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we don't were. know. It's like, we, we're tired of you talking about what we did <laughs> years and years putting ago. Putting us in that category. We, yeah. We've got a lot of other things. to Talk about our band, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is one of those stories that like it would be hilarious if we find out like next month that the guy that wanted to put the party on like the bar owner was Native American himself because <laughs> sometimes that kind of shit happens or maybe he's just trying to create <coughs> flamingo lounge awareness <laughs> yeah maybe he like, I, I didn't know about this party this oh, Hall- you know what? there's like this flamingo lounge it sounds like it's having a Halloween themed party in two weeks let me get my Grand Rapids tickets you know yeah. that that's actually that's an interesting perspective maybe he did it to get some outrage going, maybe. so maybe uh, he could get some free marketing press. That's actually a really kind of cynical but po- plausible way to think about this. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I think it's time to uh, move on to the last thing we always move on to. Jay Welch, is there anything you're currently pissed off about here in the universe that uh, you want to let some steam off on? Everything in the news. Uh, can I can, just briefly? I had another thought about please, Grand Rapids. Please, please. This is how. Uh, so I was wanted to learn more about Grand Rapids, and <laughs> it's. The Google News for Grand Rapids, this was one of the least depressing articles about Grand Rapids, uh, like the top five headlines yesterday. Uh, Grand Rapids adult group home closes after owner arrested. Uh, After 52 years, Big Brothers, Big Sisters ends in greater Grand Rapids. For one third of Grand Rapids residents, parks are just out of reach. Thousands lose power in Grand Rapids. And after 52 years, Big Brothers, Big Sisters ends in Greater Grand Rapids. <laughs> so, oh my God! So maybe they need a party. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let them <laughs> let them dress up like skanky Indians and cowboys for How a night. How are parks out of reach for? I guess it's just like not enough. The parks are farther away, or the oh. bus lines got cut back, or it's something. It's a long bicycle That's ride. Too is what long we're saying. Bicycle yeah, ride, yeah. Yeah. So, is there anything you wanna? Uh, I mean, just everything at. in the news is legitimately terrible, mostly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seriously. Like every conversation we have in 2017 feels like knives. That's not great. Uh, and uh, you know we're running like the c- entire country is running a low grade fever until uh, we don't have the current president, and that's just going to continue feeling like that for as long as we have this. Current I think president. that that quote unquote fever you just mentioned. I think it's a little bit more intensified because of the the sort of the bubble that we're in a little bit. Because I do think that like a lot of the country. I'm from rural America. And I know a lot of people that are like super stoked about everything that's happening, which is it sounds terrifying to people who are here in the city. No, I, I understand. That but there's there a are lot of people who are supporters of his. I, I understand that I'm related to supporters yeah. of his. Oh, I'm the only one in my family who is not openly like yeah about it. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of one of those things where. Are you the only one in your family who cares about accuracy? Um, I don't know. I guess because there's a level of lying that happens, and I understand if you're on one side. Sort of hear you hear your side of things, and if you're on one the other side, you hear the other side of things, and I understand that. And there's spin, and there's taking one side of the story a little more seriously or the other side, but there's a level of lying here that is really bad. And you know, people talk about how all politicians lie is sort of the rebuttal that you often hear when you get when mm-hmm. you express that particular concern about Donald Trump. And I think for me, the difference between Donald Trump and other politicians. It's not, it's not that po- no other politician lies. It's that when other politicians lie, they feel bad about it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's strictly true. Some of them do. A lot of them do. When Obama lied, he was kind of ashamed about it or kind of moved away from it mm-hmm. or kind of de-emphasized where the lie was, didn't bring it. 
Donald Trump is just a fountain, a fountain <laughs> of utter indifference to fact. And when he gets facts wrong, he gets facts wrong in the direction that favor him. And that's then you're voting if you're voting for him because he lies well. No, that's but, not but a that's reason. What people always say people always say, "Oh, uh, that's why I voted for him. It's because he's not a politician." That's like well, the, the well, general. If he's thing on the ballot, say. I think you're a poli- if I think someone who's on the ballot is a politician. I think that's a pretty good measure of whether someone's <laughs> a politician. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think they, that that know, is in politics. Yeah, like, I, I, I are they going to say he wasn't? He's not a TV star because uh, he didn't have a show before The Apprentice. Then he had a show. Now he has a an elected office. Yeah. Well, and I definitely wanted uh, to, to to bring back one thing you said at the very beginning of what you just said was that it feels like every conversation in 2017 feels like knives. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I, I feel like a lot of conversations I, I have with people are it, it's almost like a countdown to see how long until someone says something political. It, the it really standard is. way when people ask me how's it going these days, I'm not. I don't. I have mixed feelings about this. When people ask me how's it going, I say it's going terrible, but otherwise it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like because I don't. I, the, saying things are fine is not accurate, and it's not even functionally accurate. It's not even we can pretend it's accurate. It's really bad, and we're lucky if we get out of this without going to war with Korea. We're lucky if we get out of this without a serious constitutional. Well, Sorry. that's a uh, that's a really uplifting note to to. And our show on today, uh, Sandeep said. Any parting thoughts before we get out of here? Um, what did we talk about today? Now I'm a little bummed. We talked about the, the tea. We talked the about uh, the Cowboys the and Indians. Cowboys and Indians yes. Halloween. Any right. advice for the kids this Halloween, yeah. Sandeep? <laughs> um, I, Are you gonna be passing candy out candy bar tips? You're reaching into a a plastic pumpkin. What do you pull out? I uh I I tend to, I used to go to the the bigger houses like the richer neighborhoods because sometimes you get full candy bars. Yeah, yeah, that's and class warfare. I none of that, it. none of that fun size shit. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the most misleading title, by the way. That was used to yeah, piss me not, off as a kid. Right. It's like that's the opposite of fun. It's right. half a bite of fucking Mounds Bar. Yeah, no, that's that is a very efficient lie. That's real outrage. God damn it! That's what we should be <laughs> focusing our outrage fucking energy on. <laughs> fucking Jesus! Make Snickers great again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a oh. good place to end. Right, My message, we're going to get through this, guys. We're going to get through this. There we go. We probably Possibly. will. All probably. right. Uh, if you want to follow Jay Welch uh, online when he's actually tweeting and not protesting, you can follow him online at Welch J, W-E-L-C-H-J-A-Y. Yes. All right. And you can follow us at Fake Outrage Rep. Email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Uh, give us a good review. It'll make us feel good. It'll make you feel even better. We promise. Thanks, everyone.